Hello and welcome to Industry Headlines. He's Kevin Kaufman. I'm Fred Weaver and this is our little podcast show, Facebook Live and Next Level Agents, where we talk about what's going on in the real estate and mortgage industry. Kevin? Absolutely. So excited to be back this week and uh, sharing some clickbaity headlines with everybody. Uh, yeah. Joke for, 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 for those of you listening at home, Fred and I were having a conversation offline about this week's headline. So let's jump into those. We're going to talk about Zillow because, you know, it's Zillow. Talk about mortgage rates, uh, home equity, foreclosures, and uh, renters in doubt, as well as the future of home prices, specifically in Florida and Arizona. It's about as clickbaity as I can get. All right. So Fred, lead us off, dude. Yeah, a lot of topics here this week, but these are going to be rapid fire because honestly, I was reading these articles over the last week, Kevin, like on multiple different, you know, channels, news channels and and publications. And I just felt like everybody was like trying to sell me into their idea versus present evidence of like some statistic and then say, well, it could mean this or could mean that, right? Which is sort of how I read stuff because if you haven't learned anything yet in 2020, it should be that who the freak knows what's going to happen tomorrow, a month from now, a year from now, or maybe even before the end of this episode. That's where I stand. Anyway, so here's some stuff that I do know, Kevin. Zillow is now open in 20 out of their 24 markets. So uh, pre-COVID, they had 24 markets they were open in. This past week, they just opened in five more markets, bringing their total number of markets they've reopened in uh, up to 20, uh, with four more still to go. So they just opened in uh, Riverside, California, Minneapolis, Cincinnati, Orlando, Florida. A week ago, you might remember, they opened in Atlanta, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, San Diego, Sacramento. So all this to say, if you're keeping record at home, Zillow is reopening their iBuying platform in record speed relative to OfferPad and OpenDoor. Yeah, you know, I was just wondering, I'm actually just decided to go check out the Open Door uh, website, curious if they have a list that's easy, easy to access. They don't, uh, but I was curious where, where they're open at. I don't think it's nearly that many markets. Uh, Zillow is definitely being aggressive. I mean, they've been the aggressor, right, since they hit this marketplace, what, about two years ago, just over two years ago now. And so I guess no surprise there to see that they are being very aggressive in their reopening, if you will, and uh, it'll be interesting to see, I think, how much, um, I guess, market share, if you will, might, might be the right word that they are going to end up taking from OfferPad and OpenDoor, uh, you know, during this time while they're what seems to be moving slower, much slower. Um, I think that's, I think to me, that's interesting. Uh, I think Zillow is going to gain some ground. Of course, that's an opinion, but that's just what I'm seeing. So, all right, Kevin, I'm going to combo our next two stories. All right. Mortgage rates, according to Freddie Mac last week, fell to a new all-time low. The 30-year mortgage rate was at 3.07% down from the previous week's low, which was also an all-time low of 3.13. And also, Black Knight has come out and said that um, home equity in the U.S. has risen to a record high $6.5 trillion worth of home equity, right? Difference between mortgage balances and home values. So a uh, combo story there because in that story, if you will, is the fact that Black Knight also said that um, there's 75% of homeowners that, that have that $6.5 trillion worth of equity, 75% of homeowners still have a mortgage rate above 3.5. 
which leads one to believe that these rates keep going lower. There's going to be an, even another refi boom. Some of us that refied in the last, you know, three months and maybe even like year or two might be refining again before you know it. Dude, it's hard to believe to think that there could be another boom on top of the boom. Like it's like the lenders I've spoken to in the last few months um, have just been absolutely crushed with refis. And so to think that still 75% of the homeowners with tappable equity have rates over 3.5, like relatively like worth refinancing for. I mean, if you're at 3.6, 3.5, and you can get in now at like 3.07, yeah. Like my guess is uh, that's, we're gonna see more of that. You know what I wish I could do right now? I feel like we should invest in some like jet ski and boat stores, because I have a feeling like sales of jet skis and boats and other expensive well, toys like that are about to go through the roof. Well, not if you listen to Core Logic, Kevin. Core Logic predicts a decline in home prices in nearly every state by the end of next year due to unemployment. Specifically, the article, the clickbaity article I clicked on, highlighted both home prices in Florida and Arizona expecting to drop in a big way due to a COVID-19 perfect storm. This article bugged me the most, not because somebody's saying that home prices might drop. That's, I mean, prices go up, prices go down. Like they're flying up right now in Phoenix, so they certainly could fly down again soon. But I, I'm, I don't know, people have been predicting like home prices dropping for a while now. If interest rates keep going lower, and then anybody that even dares try to predict what's going to happen with COVID next week, next month, or next year, I just kind of smile at. Because if I've learned anything, it's that I'm pretty much wrong every time I make a prediction. And 95% of the articles I read are also wrong. So anyway, Kevin, for what it's worth, apparently prices are going down. So I don't know if you should be buying your jet skis and your boats and, and, and investing in any of those companies. Yeah, no, obviously that, that was a little tongue-in-cheek joke. Uh, about people going and going and spending that money uh, that is paper money. You know, it's on paper right now. Uh, but the reality is that happens. And, you know, price is going down. Goodness sakes, like who knows? Yeah, could they go down? Absolutely, they could go down, right? Real estate prices do go down. Believe it or not, that does happen. M many people have forgotten that. They do go down. But to say, hey, they're going to go down like fourth quarter this year, early, early part of next year. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they could, but I just don't have the... So far, I don't have the evidence to show me that they could. Um, more importantly, you know, something that, um, something that Adam Robinson taught me was that what would I need to see in order to know I was wrong? And so what I'd like to ask CoreLogic is what would you need to see in order to know that your prediction here is wrong? I'm curious as to what those stats are, because if you don't know those stats, if you don't know what the indicators are that you're wrong about this prediction, how on earth are you going to know you're right until after it's over with, right? So, hundred percent, which would kind of lead me to believe when you read when I read some of the article or statements from CoreLogic. Now I'm getting a little deeper into than just the headlines, but CoreLogic's prediction about prices going down was due to unemployment. Well, currently unemployment was like I mean I shouldn't say currently unemployment two three months ago was really high. It's done nothing but improve. Now, granted, I understand that some of these states that are opening up right now are also sort of changing how they're opening or they're, oh, they've opened and now they're like closing a little bit. So they're only semi open. But all that to be said, um, you know, I don't know that anybody can perfectly predict what the government might do to keep the economy going. I don't know that anybody can predict exactly how bad unemployment might affect homeowners versus renters. 
And then you consider the fact that people have a lot of equity in their homes. It leads me to believe we won't see a lot of short sales and foreclosures. Um, you know, distressed sellers, yes, maybe, but not necessarily short, short sales foreclosures. So I don't see like a collapse necessarily. And then one other thing that bugged me while we're on it, Kevin, because I'm into sharing what bugged me, they talked about there's states like Arizona and Florida face the perfect storm of elevated COVID-19 cases and the subsequent collapse of the spring and summer tourism market. Have these people traveled to Arizona in the summer? What tourism market? I think they Sorry, I'm done yelling now, okay? I feel like I'm back in the short sale days. But like, there goes the like, what would have to be wrong? Well, you'd have to be right to when you started the article. Like, that's a terrible article and statement. I and he must, or he or she, whoever wrote that, must be referring to the money that Arizonans spend at the gas station to get the hell out of here because it's so hot. Because <laughs> we don't want to be here when it's 115 degrees this weekend. There's, you know, yeah, there is no tourism over the summer. Get get out of here. Get out of here with that crap. Like. Yes, could yeah. could prices fall? Yes, yes, no doubt, absolutely. Is is so far what they have presented a case for that? Nah, I I need to see more. I need to Thank see better. You. I need to. That see was different. my point. Not that they couldn't be. Not that prices might not go down, but the reasons they're saying they might go down just don't hold water for me. Like there's not enough weight there behind them. Yeah, totally agree. You know, I think uh, I think maybe that, like you said, clickbaity. Just the headline. Um, you know, something, something else that you shared, uh, one more headline that we were going to share today was, you know, 31% of renters doubt that they will be able to pay next month's rent on time. And this is according to a lending tree analyst of uh, data collected by the Census Bureau is saying that 31% of renters doubt that they're going to be able to pay rent on time next month. First of all, do you trust the Census Bureau for collecting information? And then second of all, like, what would the benefit be to a renter for saying yes, they could pay their rent versus saying no? Ask yourself that question for a minute. So if you think like if you've seen laws and rules and they actually in this article that I read, Kevin, they referenced the state of Ohio a lot. But let's just say like you're in a state, right, where they've actually released rules that say, hey, no foreclosures or you can defer rent payments. Well, if you're taking a survey being asked if you could pay your rent, wouldn't you probably in your own best interest say no, I don't think I'm gonna be able to pay rent and hopes the government comes and extends the moratorium or extends your deferral options or whatever else. So again, I'm not saying that more people aren't going to show up and be unable to pay their rent in a few months. That's not my statement. But some of these articles that I'm reading out there in the industry and the headlines that people just take the, the, you know, the title off of, they just, they don't hold enough weight and substance to me. So yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some renters that struggle to pay their rent. I would go out on a limb and say somewhere between probably six and 12% of people every single month don't pay their rent on time. So, and that was the other thing. Like they didn't say, could you pay your rent? They said, could you pay it on time? So I, anyway, you can tell I'm frustrated with this week's industry headlines, Kevin. You are. That's okay, man. Why don't we put an end to this? I don't no, want, no, your, no, I don't no, want your frustration to keep I'm boiling so over. The Fed came out and said that foreclosure <laughs> threat has grown as COVID-19 surges. So now the Fed is telling us that a foreclosure threat is growing as COVID surges. So again, this is kind of tying into CoreLogic's whole thing about unemployment and therefore prices declining in foreclosures. And I get it, I, I, that could go up, but I just, I think when people read some of these headlines or some of the people that are writing this stuff, they want us to go back to the feeling we had in 2007, eight, nine, and 10. And I just don't see that happening again. Uh, the way I see things playing out. But again, who the heck, what do I know? I don't know. Yeah. Could they go up? Yeah. I, I, 
again, I, I don't see it. Like there's already talks of another stimulus package coming out. Um, and not to say that that's going to solve everyone's household problems. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I don't see, I don't have enough evidence yet. Like, I, I just don't see it. Like, you know, yeah, we're going to see a bunch more for, no, I, I'm not there. Um, maybe I'll feel differently in 30 or 60 days when more people get the coronavirus and more people are, you know, cause it's the end of the world apparently. And from what I'm being told, in which case maybe foreclosures just don't even matter. Well, <laughs> there's a good point too, right? If we're printing money anyway, maybe they don't matter. Like I, here's the deal. We don't know. I think what we do know is COVID cases are going to continue to go up. Things are more open now than they've been. We're seeing them rise. Most States are, are, are trying to put a, a, like they're trying to damper the numbers from going up, but they're not trying to stop it. Like we're done with that. And then now there's a lot of talk about vaccines. I mean, you just told me there's a couple of people that are pushing for vaccines in the first quarter of 2021. So, you know, vaccines change the name of the game every day or every week or every month. We think we learn more about COVID, but maybe we don't. Um, who knows? Does, do kids go back to school? Does, does that affect some of this stuff? Like, Goodness gracious, I don't know. But what I do know is there's a lot of people that are trying to take some stats and then spin their story. And I wish they would just say, here's some possible outcomes rather than saying, here's our prediction. Uh, because I don't know that the data and the numbers they're predicting on, like that stuff could change in a month from now. And some of it they're making up based on the fact that there is no summer tourism market in Phoenix. Okay, I'm out. Now we can end it. Hey, um, I need a vacation, so I don't know if we're going to do industry headlines. We're not, no, no, we're out. We're so out. If you're wondering where week. Kevin and I are the next two weeks, I'm on vacation. Um, I, you have to read the headlines yourself, or I'll summarize them for you at the end of July. Either that, or maybe, maybe we can get, could one of you like private message me and volunteer to stand in and run this podcast for us for the I've next couple of weeks? I've never felt so grumpy since like I negotiated a short sale talking about industry headlines, but I, I don't know. I'm just set off today by the clickbaitiness of all this stuff. Yeah, and we both know that maybe uh, running videos from the beach isn't, isn't always the most popular idea. I mean, we, they tend to get a lot of views. They're just not always all like positive responses. Anyway, thanks for joining us for Industry Headlines. He's Kevin. I'm Fred. We'll be back happier at the end of July. Bye. Action. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.